Ciao ma people, sono il vostro DJ Nick. Quando non sto parlando di musica country, sto ascoltando Set Lusting Bruce con Jesse Jackson. And welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson. And joining me tonight, or today, depending on when you're listening to this, is one of my podcast brothers, uh, part of the Southgate Media Group. Uh, I've got Kevin from the Kevin Long Show with me. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am awesome. Uh, For those of you, uh, you've been on the show before, but everyone's podcast could be someone's first podcast. So tell them a little about yourself. Okay, so I think this is my fourth time on the show. I think so, yes. (laughs) So I am Kevin Long, and I am the host of The Kevin Long Show. We do an episode on Mondays. Talking about magic items or magic spells from the Dungeons and Dragons game. And on Thursday, we have a more in depth discussion on Dungeons and Dragons in all its various forms and editions. Yeah, um, some very interesting stuff. Um, you've done some creative things, you know, played games, talked about different things. Um, one of my hole in my pop culture um being is i have never really played dungeons and dragons there's still time jesse (laughs) (laughs) there's still time um yeah uh you know now i i get the concept and you know and and it's you'll see it on tv i mean um i zombie last season had the guy you know playing and you know in big bang theory and and um, I guess Stranger Things. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to jump on the um, horse or <laughs> and uh, visit about that. So, very cool. Um, Kevin has um, been a big supporter of Set Lessing Bruce. Um, he has edited podcasts for me. He has always is one of the first to... Um, retweet and share my post and so um, he is a wonderful um, husband and father um, usually his kids join us uh, so and uh, I look forward to uh, when I'm on Kevin's show the the kids join us and they they share what's going on with them so it's always just wonderful but tonight we're going to talk a lot of Springsteen aren't we yeah we are so um, Kevin reached out to me and he says, hey, Jesse, um, you know, I'm a casual Springsteen fan at best, but I've watched his Netflix special and I have thoughts. So um, let's talk about that a little bit. You you had, like I said, we've shared a few things. Um, you actually went through the newbies, right? You listened to different Springsteen songs. Um, so what were your thoughts going into 
when you saw that they were going to film the Broadway. Well, what did you heard about the Broadway show? So I've only heard about the Broadway show on what you and your guests have talked about. Mm-hmm. And you you went, right? Yes, I was lucky enough to go. Okay. Absolutely. So that's that's what I heard and that's what I knew about it. And you had in some of the earlier shows you had hinted that you were hoping that Netflix or one of these on demand streaming websites would, would pick this up and then the news broke that Netflix was indeed doing it and I was really excited about that. Just because I like – I'm not going to call it a documentary, but I like stuff like that. Yeah. Being able to see – I guess the closest thing I would have to it would be like VH1, uh, Behind the Story, or MTV's Unplugged, where you just get a more uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? You just get a closer look at the people, not just the band and why they wrote the songs they did. So I like things like that. Yeah, so um, how... Now, obviously, when I went, um, I had a huge expectations when I went and saw it live, and um, obviously, being a Bruce Springsteen uh, fanatic, um, I had... No, you know, I I was totally satisfied. You know, it 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 met my expectations high. What kind of expectations did you have, Kevin? I'm not sure I had any okay. expectations. Like I was hoping for a good show. Okay, that's fair enough. Like, yeah, I don't like wasting my time. Yeah, and and I definitely got a good show. Mm-hmm. And a little. The expectation was a good show, and what I got was a phenomenal show. Yeah, um, so um, when I went and saw it, um, you know, they they announced, you know, please turn off your cell phones, um, you know, please, you know, hold, you know, keep it quiet. They turn out the lights, and all of a sudden, Bruce comes out. And there's no good evening or how you doing. He immediately starts into the show. Right. I was really surprised by that and was kind of, whoa, this is not a concert. This is a show. What are your thoughts about it? I thought it was really great. I wasn't necessarily like everything I've heard from Bruce. He's a guitar guy. So when he started on the piano, I was like, oh, this is different. (laughs) And yeah, yeah. so I mean, I'm I'm not surprised that he has multi-instrumental talents. Mm -hmm. It's just not something I was used to. Yeah. But I would like to start at the beginning. Absolutely. It's probably been a month or two now that you had a lady on your show and you talked about <laughs> you talked about language and how just because a person uses foul language doesn't mean you have to do it or yes. that that makes them a bad person. <laughs> right? I had to start I had to start this show 3 times. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because as soon as he dropped his first F-bomb, the wife was like, okay, children. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's bad. And husband, you probably shouldn't be watching this with the children around. <laughs> yes. That is, you know, and, and that was my thought. Like, hey, look, this is obviously who Bruce is. The mm -hmm. kids are just going to have to deal with it. And just because Bruce drops an F-bomb, the kids should know that if I hear them drop an F-bomb, <laughs> there's a bar of soap in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we did have that discussion where and that's how I trained trained. That's how we raised Chris is um, that's adult language. And um, when you're an adult, if you choose to use language like that, that's fine. But not as um, a child, that is inappropriate and you can't do it. Um, were you offended by it? I, I don't think so. Uh -huh. Just well, to, you know, to each their own. Yeah, and you know, one of the things I I have really enjoyed, I think one of the reasons why um, you and I have developed this long distance friendship through this is you are by nature non judgmental. Um, you truly look for the best in everyone. Um, you are a big believer in live and let live. Uh, we have talked about uh, people in alternate lifestyles, um, how um, we're supporting them as much as we can, uh, you know, because we, we believe live and let live. So I'm not surprised by that, but I had to ask, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I get it. Mm -hmm. I was, I liked the story. And one of the thoughts I had is, how much of the story in his show was in his book? So that's a great question, and I'm glad you brought it up. Um, we – there is, in theory, Kevin, I could take the audio version of him reading his book – and splice it with acoustical versions of the songs, and it would give you the bones of most of the show. Okay. But, however, he adds, you know, some drama to it, and, um, you know, some the way he, he reads some of them for emotional response. Um, you know, like he makes it funny when he talks about, you know, I'm Mr. Born to Run and I live, you know, blank miles from my hometown. Right. <laughs> um, Born to Stay just doesn't work the same way. And, you know, and that's funny. And then when he tells the story about going to the draft board and coming back. And telling his parents that he didn't get selected. And, you know, and he told the story that his dad was like, I can't wait till the army gets you. I can't wait till the army gets you. And then when that actually happens, their child, he goes, that's good. That's good. And then when Bruce very, very quietly says, but I often wonder who went in my place. Right. That's, that's touching. And that's chilling. And so there are – so I guess the answer is some of the stories he shares in the book, 
but the way he tells them in this makes them more dramatic. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Okay. okay. It's it's interesting that you brought up the part about going to the draft board and his thoughts on on who went in his place. Because I might have misinterpreted the story wrong, but he said that he did everything he could to not get drafted, correct? Absolutely. Okay. And and he talked about that that he was glad that Mad Dog Lin, uh, Mad Dog Lopez and the other members that went with him did not get drafted. But he does have that I don't want to say survivor's guilt because that's the wrong word. Right. But I think he does have that guilt of, you know, someone someone had to go instead of me. And what happened to that person? And so, I – yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish. And so – and I think that's one of the reasons why um, – and in the book he talks about – um, reading the um, book Born in the USA and then meeting Ron Kovic um, and, um, and how he has done a lot of work with veterans and Vietnam veterans and, and supporting them and, and raising money. And um, the cynical person could say, well, it's easy for a rich rock star to do that, and maybe he's just trying to pay off his guilt of not going. I think the other person is I think just because you have that guilt doesn't mean what you're doing isn't of consequences and isn't something good to do. Right. So yeah. I guess my question is and it's – I don't know. It's important to me, and I'm not going to say that he wasn't – that he's not a draft dodger because it's not what it sounded like to me. Yeah. But, but let's say that a person does draft the dodge, draft the dodge, dodge the draft. Yes. And spends his life thinking about those people that went in his place and works with veterans and does everything he can – and another person dodges the draft and is just like, screw you guys. Yeah. Would not the weight of the way we look at people, would not the weight be the same? Like, you both dodged the draft. So why – you know what? I don't know how to explain it. No, I and I, and I think – like, yeah, what I, I – I wondered about that because, like – I think that's an interesting point, Kevin, is, um, you know, like there are people still to this day that are very unhappy about Jane Fonda because of how she was against the war. And, um, you know, and Vietnam is still very, very, um, you know, an open wound in a lot of ways to this country. Right. And, um, and I have no, um, I have no problem if someone said, um, I, you know, I think this is, you know, he's, he's too little too late. If he was a true man, 
um, he should have done that. And, you know, um, but things change. Like for the longest time, um, you know, Muhammad Ali, under most spaces, most people's uh, opinion are he is held in esteem that he refused to go. Even though he he ended up it it cost him several years of his professional right. uh, boxing, um, you know, and Bruce had um, had had a motorcycle accident. Um, there, um, the reasons why were health. He didn't know, um, but there is that. Um, you you wonder. I don't know. I'm 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 older than you, but I'm still too young to have been in that situation. I, I don't know. I've never been asked to serve. I've never have been. I've never even registered for the draft. I was at that time period where you didn't have to. Interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was born in '59, and they ended the draft and then started it back again. But at that point, I was too old for it. Um, but you you wonder if I had been in that situation or if Chris had been in that situation, what would I have wanted him to do? Right. And it's a very – it was a very complicated war um, versus, um, you know, so many people – um, like after nine eleven, the amount of people who immediately, um, you know, f- signed up, and you know, and were trying to, um, to get revenge and to protect this country, right. and um, so versus you know, Vietnam was a very complicated. War. Um, I, I think that's an interesting point, and I, I kind of I applaud that he addressed it right away. He addressed it in the book, and he addressed it on the play. Now, with what he did, do you do you have a? Did you end up deciding one way or another? I have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I honestly don't think that he's trying to make up for anything, but I don't see like if someone presented more than just an opinion, like, well, I don't think, like, I think he's trying, like, if they could show me how his actions now were trying to make up for guilt, I would yeah. at least entertain that thought. Mm-hmm. But. I don't think he is. Okay. Interesting. So um, going back to the show, anything else stood out to you? The story about when his dad came to the house mm-hmm. right before he had his kid yeah, and, you know, gave him an apology in, in his way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that stood out just yeah. because – like my dad was a truck driver my entire life and mm-hmm. by the time we could actually spend time together he had already had his accident and 
was stuck in a hospital bed for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I thought it was interesting the – You know, it's very clear, and if you read the book, he talks a lot about his dad and how um, he, you know, his dad fought depression the same way he did, um, and he understood that there was a lot of things going on, and to have him, you know, his dad, and, you know, he talks about it, right? He said... Um, you know, we weren't, you were good to us and I wasn't always the best. Um, and I, you know, and thanks him and Chris and, you know, and then, um, Bruce says it was enough. Um, that's a very powerful scene, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, because I think we all, um, we all have issues with our parents um, whether we have a good relationship or a poor relationship, your parents, it's a complicated, uh, relationship and you're going, okay. And, and so I thought that was really interesting. Um, the, and my father's house is not a song I like very much and, I mean, I don't dislike it. It just isn't one of my favorites. Right. And and my my buddy Sam said, um, eh, I saw the set list and eh, my father's house. I, I I wish he'd do a different song. And I said I felt the same way till I watched the show. And same thing. I am not a fan of Born in the USA with the slow down blues version. Uh-huh. But in the show. Both of them work very well. And when Sam came back from seeing it, he said, you were right. He said, "Um, I don't know if my opinion of my father's house has changed, but in that, you know, in that capacity of where it is in the show with the stories he's telling, it was a perfect song to fit. Right. Yeah. Um, Did you find it funny? The story with his father? No, just the show in general terms. Oh, yeah. I laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was also nice when, when Patty came out. Yes. <laughs> I was going to message you today because there's this thing going on right now on Facebook about how they had been have been together for 35 years. Mm-hmm. And when I, first thought, when I first saw it, it just said Patty and Bruce. And I thought, oh, great. Mm-hmm. They're getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and um, you could see, um, you know, he he really loves her. Um, and I yeah, he no, does. I have no um, idea of what kind of marriage they've had, though the book talks about how strong she's been to him mm-hmm. and how she has – um, like he specifically mentions that, um, you know, rock star, you know, lifestyle, you stay up late, you get up late. And Patty said, you're missing it. You're missing it in the morning when they're getting ready for school. 
you you know that's when they're sharing things and you're you're just gonna miss it and you know he talked about you know he changed his pattern learned how to make pancakes um so he would right. be there in the morning <laughs> and the other story he told is you know my muse is talking to me and she said um you can always write another song but you're you're the kids are only going to be this age for a short amount of time. Right. So I think she has helped him. Um, and, you know, it appears they've got three really well-adjusted, uh, successful children. And I have a theory, Kevin, that, um, you know, if you Google um, Waiting on a Sunny Day, he always has a little kid come up and sing with him. Right. And I'm thinking – that's because he's ready to be a grandpa. He is ready to be Pawpaw Bruce. Yeah, he might be. Yes. Um, any other songs or stories stand out to you? So I've heard Dancing in the Dark a lot. In yes. fact, that's probably – I mean, aside from Born in the USA, that's how I know Bruce. Sure. And there was just something different about – how he closed the show in singing that song. I've never gotten goosebumps before from Dancing in the Dark. You know, Kevin, um, but I did this time. (laughs) That was another song that as I saw the, you know, set list, I'm like, "Ah, you know, I, I guess Dancing in the Dark is good. But at that point, and for those of you, of course, who am I kidding? Anyone who's listening to this podcast has watched it, but just in case, um, you know, he's talking about being kind to each other, and uh, he doesn't go into the current administration, but he just talks about um, that it's tough times, and we could be, uh, you know, pushing and and being challenged. And he had talked about earlier, um, and. When I saw him, they did, he did not talk about his mother's um, Alzheimer, but in the show they recorded, he shares that, and um, and there's that scene where he says, "On the wish, you'll know me in a glance," and then he says, "You'll know me when you realize she doesn't know him now," right. um, and he he talks about how much she loved music and she loved dancing. And then when he says, and so what you got to do is do like my mom, put on your shoes and dance. And when he goes into Dancing in the Dark, I agree with you. I am getting a little misty-eyed just now talking to you. And then Land of Hope and Dreams is one of my favorite songs. And to go from Dancing in the Dark straight to Land of Hope and Dreams um is just I mean, and he closes with born to run but that to to a certain degree is the end of the show right and it is i agree with you it is a powerful way to end the show of and i'm going to sound overly um dramatic here and preachy but the power and and of 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 music the power of love the power of dance the power of of this art, um, he celebrates that, and it, it is just a really, really cool thing to say. I, I'm glad you felt the same way. Well, and I think, like I said, I've heard it 
lots of times. But maybe this time the power came from the fact that the song is about being good to each other. Like he, you know, go to bed late, get up late. I worked a graveyard. So I get home at nine o'clock in the morning and I'm ready to go to bed. Like I wake up feeling the same way. (laughs) Yes. But if somebody needs something, even at nine o'clock in the morning when I'm ready to go to bed, let's go help the people next door jump their car or move out of their house or whatever they need because this gun's for hire even if we're just dancing in the dark. Uh, well said. And and I agree. Um, I had some friends who were divorced and they would often complain that they didn't get to see their kids enough uh, because the other, you know, their, their former spouse mm. had custody. And, um, and I would bring it up and they're like, well, I worked all week. I'd have to drive, you know, you know, I'm going to drive six hours, see him two or three, then drive another six. I don't know if it's worth it. And I just, I kept my mouth shut because it wasn't my place. But I'm like, yes, yes, we're parents. We sacrifice to see our kids. You you delay going to – you get less sleep because you're home, but you've got a kid who's sick, and you got to take care of him, Kevin, right? Right. You, you do those things um, to help out because that's the kind of person you are. And that's the kind of you know neighbor you are, the kind of parent you are, and we all should be that way. Yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah. Do um, and um, any other thoughts? I think those are all the thoughts I have on the show. That's that's uh, that is well said. Um, very nice summary. Um, so, do you think you'll revisit it sometimes? Is it still on Netflix? Yes, it is. Yes, then it is. Probably. <laughs> All right. Um, so um, very cool. I am looking forward to um, – now, I know it is very hard to get to the movies um, when you've got little ones that doesn't involve you know, a talking uh, penguin or something. <laughs> um, but when it's available, I think the – and. Uh, Blinded by the Light, the the book that's the movie that's based on, um, you know, uh, Bury at Asbury Park about a Pakistanian raised in um, UK that discovered Bruce Springsteen and helped him to find his way um, is is coming out this summer, and okay. I think it's going to be amazing. I, I've seen the previews; it it absolutely um seems to be how his music um uh, helped this guy to touch i ended up reading the book and the book's really about finding his place in the world okay as growing up in the united kingdom you know his his parents immigrated from pakistan he was like 3 or 4 when he got here so he grew up in um you know england but with a pakistanian background trying to figure out 
who and what he is and how does he fit in. Um, really interesting book, and I'm looking forward to um, the movie. So I'll go see if I can find the book at the library, and I'll, yeah. learn, I'll go see if I can find a trailer as soon as we're done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you just go Blinded by the Light or Bruce Springsteen movie, uh, you'll see it. Um, so, Kevin, what else do we want to catch up on while we're here? Well, that's a good question. Why do we – Chris is married now, yeah? Well, actually – um, I have not talked about this too much on the air, but um, about a month before the wedding, he came to me and said, um, Dad, I'm, I'm having doubts. And, um, you know, he he had really uh, had been working with um, a therapist and um, really suggested that he and his fiance go to some counseling and um, – not pointing fingers, but they just both decided that maybe this was a bad choice. And so he's um, he's now living back at home. Um, they've kind of separated and each gone in their own way. And so he's kind of finding his own path now. Um, yeah, it's um, I'm really proud of him, Kevin, because it a month into the month before the wedding, it really been easy just to say this is cold feet you know, just plunge away. But both of them discussed this and came to the decision that they had too many issues um, on both sides to think this would be a successful relationship. So they've each gone their own way, and it's a little sad because I really liked his fiance, but I'm proud of both of them for making the decision Um you know how hard it is to be married. Right. And that's yeah. I'm I'm proud of both of them as well. Just because like we talked about a minute ago, the sacrifices that we put forth for each other and I'm I think you've said it before on the show before that some days you give more than you get and other days you get way more than you give. And you both have to be ready for that. Yeah, you do. And and you have to understand that it's never it's very seldom 50-50 and sometimes it's going to be 90-10 with you're at the 10%. Right. And and you've got to be comfortable with that. So, uh yeah, uh thanks for asking. He's he he's doing okay. Um I'm I'm proud of him for kind of working through this so uh, it just gives you a, a partner to go with when the the new album goes on tour <laughs> absolutely absolutely so um is there gonna be a tour with the new i'm sorry i don't remember the name of the album no 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 i uh the name is western stars right um it's very um glenn campbell burt Bacharach. um it's it's a it's really worth listening to on Spotify um, to kind of check it out. It's It's got a lot of strings. I he will. Is, he's not touring on this one. Okay. But the, the thought is, and he has announced that he has almost a full album's worth of material written for the actual E Street Band. Okay. Um, and so they plan to, what he has said is, 
the plan is later this year, like in the fall, they'll work on recording an album and then tour next year. Okay. So just because I don't – I like music. I'm just not into the inner works. So this fall, they'll make a new album, and let's just say it's called Blue Sky Over the Horizon. Okay. And then next year, they'll tour that album. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, and what he normally does is um, the first part of the tour, he will do um, multiple songs from that album to kind of promote the album. And then he'll go to Europe, and then normally he comes back to Europe, and then he'll do uh, maybe Australia um you know the different um places and then he'll usually come back and do a second round in the u.s and by that time he's not playing as many songs off the new album he tends to mix up the set list a little bit okay um yeah so the hope is that a couple of songs on this new album will make the cut i think there's some really interesting um there's a song called uh, Tucson Train that I like a lot. Uh, the premise is um, the guy's talking about he he had he had messed up. He had really disappointed his partner, and um, he or she, because you know they don't they don't say in the song um, that um, they. He, he left and he moved to a different city to kind of redeem himself, to rebuild his life. Okay. And, um, and so the, the songs is, um, you know, I'm waiting for my baby. She's coming on the Tucson train. And um, that and, – and, you know, one of the lyrics is that, um, you know, where he said I'm specifically um, – I will, you know, I, I can show her that a man can change. Um, so yeah, it says hard work will clear your mind and body. The hard sun will burn out the pain. If they're looking for me, tell them, buddy, I'm waiting down at the station, just praying to the 515. I'll wait all God's creation just to show her a man can change now my baby's coming in on the Tucson train. So um, it's a very fun picked up song. Um, if you Google it, there's a video of him playing it with a not the E Street band, but a different band. Um, that's a lot of fun to look at. Cool. Yeah. So that's what we'll that's what they'll probably do. Um, I think uh, just the other night, um, a um, Gary Talent, who is the bassist on E Street Band, has a new album that's due out, and he opened for Southside Johnny uh, down at uh, in Asbury Park, um, and Bruce joined him for one song, and then uh, when Southside Johnny came out, um, at one point he said, "Well, you know, let's bring the boss out here." And so Bruce did like seven songs with him oh, wow. as, as a mini kind of set list. Um, you know, people kind of 
think they always hope that he'll show up, but he hasn't in a long time. So um, the people were there were thrilled that they got kind of a little bonus uh, concert. And uh, so, but the, the thought is he's got that itch now that he's, um, he's ready to tour. Um, you know, a theory a lot of us had was one of the reasons he stayed at Broadway so often is to be close to his mom while she's, um, you know, fighting right. uh, the Alzheimer. So, but yeah, I think, I think he's getting the itch and he's ready to get back, um, as he jokes about his day job and do that. So, yeah. <laughs> So how about you? Do you have any conventions coming up or any appearances you're going to be uh, visiting and seeing? Uh, Convention-wise, there's one in August. Uh, it's just a little a little Utah thing. It's called uh, SaltCon End of Summer. Okay. And then there's a new one in October that's coming to Provo. And I'll just be helping do some D&D stuff. I'm hoping to have a booth of my own at the Faircon that's at the end of October. It's actually at the beginning of October this year. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like, I can't remember the name of the one that you go to or promote, the one in Austin that's just yeah. Halloween and, and mm-hmm. fair and all that good stuff. Okay, well, very cool. Nice. And so are the kids having a good summer? Yeah, they are. Very nice. Yeah, they're um, having a good summer. They've got two of them are in gymnastics. One of them is about to start ballet. That's always yeah. interesting. Like I realize, like you never, you've never known the two older kids just because when they were around, mm-hmm. we weren't podcasting. But yeah. I'm gonna be a grandpa. Very nice. How exciting! Yeah. So uh, you you have a Pink Floyd playlist ready for the new grandchild that you can uh, since that's um, sure do <laughs> yeah I bet I know that's where you're at. that is very cool yeah. uh, when are when are they due uh, at the end of the year very cool very yeah. nice well good um, well Kevin as always I love catching up with you um, it's 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 always a lot of fun I. I appreciate your friendship uh, more than you could know. You are a source of light and positivity out in this world. And I know that you have a giving and understanding heart um, and are out there trying to make a difference. And so I appreciate it. Um, if someone wants to listen to the podcast, give us the names, talk, and how can they find you on Twitter? So they can find the podcast on any podcasting catcher. It's called The Kevin Long Show. And if you don't have it on your prescribed podcasting network, just hit us up on Twitter at The Kevin Long SH1. And Rob and I will get you that podcast as soon as we can. I, uh, I work with Rob on one of his projects, and 20 minutes after I did something he told me to do, somebody was on Twitter and was like, hey, this is the podcast provider I use, and I can't find your show anywhere. 20 minutes later, they had the show. 
Awesome. <laughs> so that is great. If you can't find us, let us know either on Twitter. You can also email us at thekevinlongshow at gmail.com or we're on Facebook at the Kevin Long Show. Yes, and uh, you, if you have topics they want you want to discuss or you want to, uh, you have some ideas, um, please let Kevin know. He loves to hear from listeners. Um, Ike, if you want to share your Springsteen story or any favorite musician, uh, let me know. Send me an email at setlistingbruce at gmail.com. You can, uh, I'm on Twitter at Jesse Jackson DFW. I, uh, the show is at Set Lusting Bruce. Uh, please go to iTunes or wherever you get your fine podcast and subscribe to the show. Um, subscribe to Kevin's show. That helps us, uh, get new listeners. Uh, we appreciate that so much. Um, I have a brand new, uh, voicemail for the podcast. I'm trying to experiment. Um, it is 469 469- Two four nine two four four two. That is four six nine two four nine two four four two. Leave a voicemail with any comments about the show or suggestions, and hey, you might hear it. Kevin, as always, this is a joy. We'll have you back on in a few months, and we'll just catch up again. Sweet. But any final thoughts you want to share? Not for the show, but do you have a few minutes? I do. So let's close and then we'll visit. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, listeners. We'll talk to you soon. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.